I V M. Welcome to All Things Policy, a podcast on everything from employment to aircraft carriers. We are a bunch of policy nuts based in Namma, Bengaluru, and we like bringing fresh perspectives to Indian affairs and Indian perspectives to global affairs. Hello and welcome to All Things Policy. My name is Rohan, and today we are going to discuss the Ministry of Health and Family Welfare's draft ordinance uh, that proposes a ban on e-cigarettes. I have with me today our resident economist Anupam, and our resident nukes expert Aditya. So, based on this uh, draft ordinance, we are going to be discussing the economics of banning e-cigarettes and also the rationale behind it, and also alternative policy proposals. So, I'd like to begin with you, Anupam. Uh, could you give us a little bit of context on this draft ordinance and what it means? Yeah. Uh, I wish there was a little bit of um, the rationale aspect that he spoke about, but it, it doesn't seem to be a lot of that. <laughs> so, in essence, I think um, the government had already kind of pre-decided that they want to do this ban. Uh, so, what they did was they asked the ICMR, which is the Indian Council of Medical Research, those guys to write up a paper uh, to study the effect of e-cigarettes on health and so on. Uh, they did that and they published, um, you know, the paper and big. You know, secret that e-cigarettes can cause harm. Uh, no one's really disputing that. That's fine. So they established that in May 2019 in this paper, they established that e-cigarettes are actually harmful. It's got uh, nicotine, and uh, you know that nicotine has is highly addictive and it's harmful in nature, right? And this is not just to do with e-cigarettes, but a wider category of. Uh, tobacco. I mean, the nicotine products called ends, which is called you know electronic nicotine delivery systems. E-cigarette is one part of it, but you know hookah, for example, is not an e-cigarette, but it's part of ends. So, um, but the the paper was to do with all of ends, and they yeah just concluded that um, nicotine is harmful. Thus, ends are harmful. And uh, not only did they stop at you know just finding out the the scientific kind of pros and cons of e-cigarettes and so on, but they went on to make policy proposals as well. Uh, which says that uh, this should be banned, and then the, you know, the health ministry kind of takes it up and uh, says, yes, we will ban it. That's where it is at now. All right. So from what I understand is that these e-cigarettes uh, deliver nicotine, but not tobacco. But just by that logic, they're significantly sort of better for your health than cigarettes are. Right? But I understand there's a gateway argument to this. Yeah, but even before we get to the gateway argument, right? The the biggest kind of um, argument in favor of e-cigarettes right is that uh, yes it contains nicotine i mean it's there in the name itself <laughs> you know it and it, it contains nicotine but the biggest harmful aspect of tobacco of of cigarettes is the tobacco aspect of it right it contains tar and especially that tar is being burnt at extremely high temperatures that causes a residue high level of carbon monoxide high levels of other toxic chemicals that will go and deposit in your lungs and it creates all of these things right so now no one is saying that you know e-cigarettes like apples that you have them one a day and keeps the doctors away and so on no one's made, making that argument yes nicotine can be harmful uh, it does it is addictive in nature but is it you know this this is the difference between a purely technical committee writing a report versus making policy proposals a hmm. sane good policy maker will say yes it's not great you know but will not think about it in terms of black and white right is it better than the status quo what is the status quo hundreds and thousands of people in india dying every single day because of cigarettes uh, because of tobacco and you know the tar and so on uh, dying because of cancer that's caused by these things hmm. is e-cigarettes an improvement over that situation and i don't think any single person can argue that it's not 
So just going by that logic, you know, this move does not make any sense whatsoever. Yeah. So obviously the logic here is not that these uh, products don't do any harm. It's just that they do less harm. Far less harm. Far, Far less, less harm. harm. Okay. I mean, in fact, there's a study conducted by the Royal College of Physicians of London and they estimate that and they did. I mean, it's not just them, but I think a whole wide variety of studies conclude that e-cigarettes cause just about 5% of the harm that uh, normal cigarettes do. So there you have it. I think that for me is the clincher. Nothing else is required. Podcast over. Thank you all for coming. <laughs> all right. But here, here's, I'm going to push back on two things. One is when something is less harmful, you get the sense that people will engage in it. So you might actually have more people smoking e-cigarettes than would have smoked regular cigarettes. So the harm may be less on individuals, but maybe spread around. And two, as Rohan mentioned, these could act as gateways, right? I mean, for the longest time, the argument was that pot was a gateway to harder drugs like cocaine. Uh, to me, e-cigarettes are even closer to regular cigarettes. So why wouldn't they act as a gateway? Right. So this gateway argument, I think, is somewhere there in terms of validity. Uh, but it's, the evidence doesn't really point out to that. Now, yes, there might be a few people who have never smoked before in their life who might pick it up and start smoking, which then, you know, they might actually lead to other forms of smoking as well. Though, in reality, this does not happen. Now, I've got some, again, stats from India itself. There was this one paper, I think Professor Sharon or uh, someone did a systematic review of about 299 published scientific papers. And what was found was that the use of ENT was about 7.53 times higher in current smokers of you know of other cigarettes than in non-smokers. So what that tells you is there's a far higher proportion of people who already smoke cigarettes who are using e-cigarettes. 7.53 times. So more. that means they're smoking less or none of the regular cigarettes. Yes. So that means I, I, exactly that is precisely the point. So now instead of looking at it as a gateway and you know people smoking e-cigarettes instead of normal cigarettes I think you got to look at it the other way around where uh, people who want to quit cigarettes are using this as an aid for quitting so this is this can be in fact I would go on to argue that this can be used as part of a wider nicotine replacement therapy now in the same way I mean you know people use nicotine patches or nicotine gums in order to quit uh, vaping can also be one effective way because while you know your patches and gums only give you the nicotine it doesn't substitute the the action of smoking right whereas vaping does that as well there's uh, you know you uh, bring it up to your mouth you inhale and then you exhale smoke comes out so it gives you that as close an action to actual smoking than anything else so in fact it can help a lot of people smoke just to elaborate a little bit more on this point um, the you know, uh, governments in Canada, in New Zealand, in UK, or their respective health ministries at least, have been actively encouraging people to pick up e-cigarettes as an effective way to quit smoking, right? I'm not saying these are whatever gold standard countries, but I think that there's some important policy things that we can pick up from there. So one of the arguments that the government makes in favor of this is that there is a lack of evidence that e-cigarettes can be used as a smoking, as, as an aid to quit smoking. But the problem here is that because there's a lack of evidence, banning it will make sure that this lack of evidence continues. So we don't have the data now, and having an e-cigarette ban will make sure that we never have India-specific data to whether or not it's going to work. So I, I just think how that's extremely funny as that's a yes minister problem, right? You, yeah. you don't have data now, and you're making measures that will ensure that you don't progress in this area at all. 
also trust rohan to make the data argument <laughs> of course <laughs> guys <laughs> so no that's absolutely true now the thing is even even there i think i see mr uh, has done extremely selective and uh, you know pickings of the literature out there right because um similarly there have been a lot of other people who have done such literature reviews icmr is ultimately a research uh, is a literature review they have studied different kinds of literature and come to some kind of conclusions right um but very very different types of organizations who have also done similar research uh, and literature reviews have come to you know exactly the opposite kind of conclusions that you know there is enough evidence to support that uh, this can act as a nicotine replacement therapy that it does not act as a gateway so i honestly believe and i don't know you know we can go into the political economy aspect of it but i honestly believe that the government already had a predecided kind of conclusion uh, so did icmr and and it was very convenient that that was what was reached right. now i think that's also you know we can spend a couple of minutes on really thinking about what would the government get of actually banning this uh, before we get into that i just want to look at the political economy argument a bit more um so every time we have to bans on cigarettes or like such as plain packaging or just regulating the cigarette in the tobacco industry you see these guys pushing back so how do you say how do you see this playing out because if we decide to ban e-cigarettes you've got big players in the market such as Juul Philip Morris International and they're going to lobby hard against this because they see India as a new market for vaping that that might emerge so how do you see this uh, whole lobbying I, I think yeah i mean that's precisely what even i was trying to get at it it's one lobby versus the other it's Juul mm-hmm. who's a e-cigarette manufacturer versus ITC who's a tobacco manufacturer yeah. and if you look at them as some form of uh, competition that Uh, and especially that's what we are saying right that people will actually quit normal cigarettes and go into e-cigarettes because of uh, you know at least reduced uh, health effects hmm. then it's obvious that uh, itc wouldn't want uh, I- i'm just naming itc okay i have no <laughs> <laughs> data or evidence that I- itc is lobbied on this but it, for me according to me it just seems that uh, if jules is going to lobby for the entry of e-cigarettes you'll always have an itc which will uh, lobby for the ex- or ban or barrier to entry for uh, e-cigarettes but i think the government's angle could be slightly different here tobacco still remains the largest source of revenue uh, along with alcohol and petrol for a lot of state governments uh, and the union government itself uh, so in that sense you know you you can have some kind of import duty on e-cigarettes but it's mm-hmm. never going to match up to the tax revenue that you get from tobacco that's one uh, argument political economy argument i can think of the other being that tobacco you know basically employs hundreds of thousands of people in the country uh, from the growth manufacturing uh, whatever processing of tobacco and then sorting it putting into cigarettes i don't know bd rolling etc 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 right tobacco industry is massive so much so that you know even in our uh, cpi inflation and so on you've got tobacco as one uh, separate category for uh, counting inflation so it's that big an industry in the country so in that sense would you want to see threats to that industry I, i'm making conjectures at the moment i do not know but uh, i'm trying to think like the government and say why would they come up with and do something like this right. yeah that sounds like a reasonable supposition if uh, we have such a employment challenge in this country I'm sure no government would want to encourage something that will um, reduce employment further. But I just want to ask you, you know, we do ban some things, right? I understand that it may not make sense to ban e-cigarettes, but where do we draw the line? We do, for instance, ban hard drugs in almost every country or every country, the best I know. We do ban firearms yeah. of most kinds. So, where do we decide what is worth banning and what is not? 
firearms we ban because it causes harm to others and not yourself um so that's a slightly separate category uh, in the same way that you wouldn't want to give a bazooka to a normal citizens right so in that sense you know that kind of makes sense in terms of hard drugs which is purely self inflicted so this is these are victimless crimes that we are talking about the big difference here is whether so uh, we for example at takshila always make the argument for economic freedom and economic freedom to the extent that a person is making a rational choice when being of a sound mind and that's very important so with uh, by and large with alcohol and cigarettes you do not lose the soundness of your mind i mean you you're not in a you are still in a position to make an you know informed decision of whether to smoke or whether to drink uh yes i understand the addiction part of it but you still have some degree of control whereas if you're high on cocaine you, the you're you know you're not of a sound mind uh you can undertake actions that can be seriously harmful to others and yourself and and i think that is where largely not just india i mean every single government draws the line there so which is why even some governments are okay to you know legalize cannabis uh because you, they believe that you know you still of a sound mind when you're under the influence of cannabis but uh, when it comes to more harder drugs or whether it's lsd or cocaine i don't think we can make that same thing but that's the that's the rational yeah. now you can of course argue for or against it but that's rational yeah but i'm sure the uh, the effects of these drugs wear off right but still people still crave for them even when they are off sound mind yeah So yeah to me that that doesn't sound like a perfect yeah. argument but the, yeah I, whether it's perfect or not i think by and large it's gone to that degree where i mean the the main argument remains that when you're making the decision are you by and large of a sound mind or not and uh, you'd find that with uh, addicts of much harder drugs i don't think they'd say that you are and then what are the actions that you undertake while being under the influence of these which is why you still have limits of how much alcohol you can consume in most places by the way you know where it's not completely free i mean in most other places while serving alcohol in a bar you have restrictions of you know serving to a drunk uh, because you've already reached that level the economic freedom ceases to exist at that point of time but until there you still have freedom i just want to get back to the economic uh, aspect of this so this ban hasn't been implemented union wide yeah. yet but some states have already sort of placed ban on e-cigarettes so who do you think are the winners and losers of banning e-cigarettes so does this mean that if this ban hadn't happened would itc decide that there's value in moving into the e-cigarette business like who who's winning and who's losing yeah. if this comes into effect so i mean i think as always uh, with any other product apart from the sort the class a drugs and so on um bans don't work uh, we know that i mean by india's own uh, experience or any other country's experience prohibition of any kind for alcohol or e-cigarettes or tobacco none of that works right what you'll end up doing is having an underground market where you completely lose control over any form of regulation or control over the product so before you know it you can i mean by and large as of now i think a large part of e-cigarettes are just kind of imported as of now and before you know it this will still be imported but probably cheaper variety uh, probably from other places instead of you know jewels from uh, i don't know where it is from Europe or something it could be or US it could be you know some other thing that you don't trust from China right so you could i mean that that will happen we know that that's what uh, happens right uh, so you'll have an underground market created you'll lose complete control over any form of regulation and before you know it in fact you can have much higher concentrations of nicotine in these products because there's no regulation and you know that's how you can get uh, people to get hooked on to e-cigarettes and so on so um, that's i think where the market will head if you try and do a ban now also look at you know 
what the government will lose out on i mean again i i talked about regulation but the government will lose out on even whatever forms of import duty that it can uh, levy on the imports it might seem small and it might seem trivial but it's some one of the things to consider but i think by and large what you've done is you've already killed off an industry which is uh, nascent in india because there's no reason why e-cigarettes cannot be manufactured in india uh, and you have some of these big companies in fact it could be that's what as i said it could actually improve the overall public health outcomes in the country if we had in even you know uh, itc and philip morris etc manufacturing e-cigarettes in india and then exporting it to the world it could have been an economic opportunity in fact right it could have been lower cost of manufacturing in india and then you know use that create employment along with cigarettes of course we are not banning cigarettes uh, that will still exist and then you have this as well as an added component to the entire thing so i think that's where india's will is going to lose out in the long run so instead i mean let's talk then finally i think wrap this up with saying what should be done right yeah. obviously a ban is not in order right? i don't think that should be done big surprise that coming from me but yeah <laughs> but so what should be done of course legalize it right and then try and again regulate it as to what your larger keep it in tune with your larger public health outcomes right so for that you can you know if you want levy appropriate taxes so that just as you do with cigarettes you kind of maintain the price levels uh, to you know play around with the demand of it and so on you can of course issue public use guidelines can you use it in a hotel can you not use it etc etc right when do you use it how do you use it is it becoming attractive to youngsters can you control the advertising of it you know providing information about the product creating awareness saying that yes it's not as harmful as cigarettes but don't pick it up for the first time it can still be harmful have individual product you know restrictions uh, saying how much of nicotine content should there be what kind of flavorings is permissible what is not now the minute you ban you lose control over all of these things you can suddenly have flavors which are really harmful for example to the human body right so better to legalize it and regulate all of these things instead of this thing you can have of course labeling requirements uh, as you have on uh, normal cigarettes you know that it is uh, harmful to health it's not this thing it contains x by the way did you know one simple thing i know i'm probably jumping off here we still have absolutely no clue of how much nicotine there exists in a packet of cigarettes on in an individual cigarette we have no clue as in india has no clue yeah. like, oh, okay yeah. there why are th- why is that of indian brands because the government has not mandated that information at all and uh, f- tobacco companies in india have been saying yeah we're trying to reduce it and so on but we have no data right uh, and imagine e-cigarettes now you could have if you ban it you could have extremely high levels of nicotine and no control over it instead as i said legalize it first try to understand what are the true effects of this how much nicotine is there you know by vaping if you vape 3 times a day 10 times a day how much nicotine does a body consume you need information about all of these things and the only way to do that is by legalizing it and letting it uh, continue yeah that sounds like a really compelling case for not banning and uh, regulating it effectively rohan i don't have any final thoughts on this i think anupam summed up what i would have wanted to say yeah. anyway okay. finally you want to encourage i mean i think i'll probably stop with this finally you want to encourage uh, you know better uh, research and development in this uh, sector right by legalizing it you'd have uh, more of these companies probably investing more in r&d which can probably give you the same kind of nicotine delivery without with probably even lesser uh, harm to the human body than before and that can only happen if you legalize it if you ban it none of those things are going to happen yeah also just india just has a fair percentage of the world smokers uh, yeah and if we can have a device that could help make this better and help us achieve our public health outcomes 
then it's at least worth a shot absolutely if it can save 100 lives a year i think that's a fantastic thing if it can save 1000 lives a year and we're talking about you know literally hundreds of thousands of people dying because of smoking in india yeah. right if uh, ends any form of ends can actually provide an alternative and prevent some of these deaths why the hell are we banning it yeah on that very optimistic note thank you for joining us thank you anupam thank you aditya for having this discussion with us and until next time you'd love to hear what you think about this chat check us out at our twitter handle at takshashila inst on our core space all things policy for the latest analysis and research on technology strategy and economic affairs visit our website at takshashila.org.in and tune in for our next episode